cliffcentral.com Good morning, everybody. All right, that's a hell of a start to the Friday morning. I am feeling good. We've got Simpue Teta in the studio. She's feeling good. She's looking good, too. Thank you. You dress up for us this morning? Um, no, you know, you must never look like your problems. So today's one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I see the earrings, I see the lipstick, I see the, ah, it's looking good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very nice. All right. So Simpiwe is here and we are ready to go. And the countdown to your weekend has begun. So let's see what we've got on the uh, menu for this morning. We've got Ben joining us. He's going to be joining us from Zim. Ooh. He's actually... Yes, he's at Victoria Falls. He was uh, updating the social media yesterday. I saw some of that and was like, hmm, looks pretty, pretty good. I was actually there last year, so I'm not even jealous. I'm like, good, someone else gets to see what I saw. It was pretty damned awesome. And uh, we've got some sport this morning. We were going to have uh, Tumi Morake on this morning, too. And, you know, Tumi's like a regular on the show, and we love her. And anytime she could be on, she could be, uh, she's welcome to come on. And this is the kind of stuff that happens behind the scenes that we don't really tell you about. But last night at 23.57, so like three minutes to midnight, sure. Tumi sends a message to Dori, the producer. Says to her, listen, I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow. This is at midnight, right? So it's like five, five hours or so to the show um, because she's in – Bloemfontein on the outskirts of town and there's just like no reception and there's load shedding. Oh, no. So she couldn't be helped, right? It's like no one's fault. She's not being irresponsible. She's just letting us know. So poor old Ryan is trying to find uh, some way to put the show together at like <laughs> 10 past midnight. <laughs> so you will uh, be pleased to know that the person he got hold of last night at just after midnight was Gord Laws, oh! who will also be joining Yay! Yeah. Okay, shout out to Ryan right. for that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, these are the kinds of things that happen last minute. You know this, Simpiwe. I mean, you produce shows and things. It's uh, it's, it's always like the worst when you when you get a message and you've got no time and it's already so late that you feel bad about phoning people. Oh yeah, you know, and then you're just trying to put it all together so that the next morning you have something to go with. Yeah. And, uh, Ryan pulled a rabbit out of the hat. So well done on that front. Very good work by uh, Ryan and uh, Dory at the last minute. Everybody's full of beans this morning. We've got Gen X saying Simpiwe look beautiful. Thank There's the whole of Gen X. The whole of Gen X says you look beautiful. Thank you. Huh? Thank you. Wow. I didn't, know that, uh, I didn't know there was one person who represented our whole generation, but there we are. Love it. Thanks, Gen X. Very good. Bongi says, good morning. Vyasan says, Simpiwe, you look beautiful. Look at this. Thank all these you. all these compliments first thing in the morning, Simpiwe. Well, clearly orange is my color then. Like, I shall start wearing more yeah. orange. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I have anything orange in my whole cupboard. Oh, no, Gareth. Like, I have the whole rainbow in my uh, wardrobe. Like, you have to have different colors no, for different events, no. for different moods. Like, I know I like wearing black, but you do need Pops of colors there and there. Okay, uh, you're way more fashion forward than I'll ever be. I'm, I'm these. This ship has sailed. In my case, I'm not going to suddenly become, you know, Mister Mister Fashion. That's <laughs> not going to happen in my life. So there's a lot to to get into today. We've got. Um, 
I still haven't seen this show. And Pumi told me, she told me about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. And we didn't even get to talk about it on the show. This who TF did I marry? Um, this, is a, this is a hell of a show. Apparently, everybody's watching it. It's trending on social media every five seconds. So what's what's the idea here? Is this is this like these couples where they get married and then they find out later on they've got a completely separate second life going on? No, this is not even a couple. This is a random lady, uh, Risa Tisa, who went on to TikTok and she started this series called Who the Fuck Did I Marry? And basically, mm -hmm. she recounts the events of when she dated, got married, and now is divorced to her ex-husband, who's a pathological liar. And she she does take accountability oh. of the role that she played. But the story is insane. She's done a 52 part of this, like her telling us her life story, basically, when it comes to this man. Uh, every video is about 10 minutes. And... On average, now oh, she's shit. averaging on like a million views per video. Like it's completely gone viral and people have just been soaking this up. It's gotten to a point where someone decided because she gave like this guy an AKA name, Legion. And I think it's so fitting because uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things that he put that man through. I mean, th that man put her through. Uh, some yeah. lady on the internet then decided to go find out the identity of Legion and then be like, boom, shaka, boom. I found him. Uh -oh. This is how he looks. This is his real name. This is where he currently stays. And the entire internet has basically been like, ma'am, you don't do this. She asks that we keep this man's identity like, you know, private until she's good to go. And now she's like, no, I did it because women need to know that there's a predator out there and this man is a liar. And and it's like, no, like she's oh. getting backlash now. And just a few days ago, the uh, first wife, uh, son's ex-first wife's son has come out to like say, oh, Risa Tisa's not lying. This is the truth. She has, She's not making up a word of a lie. Um, he's come on, the ex-husband, to say, oh, no, she's lying. Of course he's going to say that. Um, yeah, of course. And the reason why they actually got a divorce is because he found her cheating on him with some on. guy so, called so Bradley. Let me just, okay, let me get this right, though. So this guy, he was outed by what, someone else, not her. No, so Risa tells the story, but she doesn't mention the guy, right? So the guy's yeah. name is Legion, oh. yes. And then some random lady decides to find the guy. And now that's how oh. he found out about the series. And it's so juicy that everyone's saying that this now needs to become like a proper movie. Tyler Perry, Shonda Rhimes, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, pick this up because this is juicy. Like he lied about where he worked. He lied about how much he could like afford because he tried buying a house, but it didn't go through because of some other reasons, not because of finances. Oh, um, he would show her screenshots of fake pay slips. Uh, and then the craziest part is every morning he was on a phone call with his brother for a good 45 minutes just for her to find out that there was no one on the other side for like a whole year and a half every morning at like 7 so o'clock. He he'd pretend every morning to be on the phone to his brother every morning for half an hour. He'd be bullshitting. Yes. And would even be like, oh, hey, like, uh, uh, I'm talking to John, you know, John says, hi, how are you doing? And they should be like, oh, hi, John, how are you? And he's like, oh, he's good. And this is what he's up to every morning without fail. This story is crazy. It's like even their first date said, was crazy. And you said he was cheating on her. 
Well, that no, he claims that she was cheating on him. And we're like, you're lying, sir, because after all the receipts she's pulled out on you, we cannot believe a complete word of what you're saying. But it's a crazy story. If you haven't seen it, Risa Tisa, that's the series. Who the fuck did I marry? It's 52 parts. <laughs> wow. One for every week of the year. Sure. You know, I, I'm always at boggles my mind and maybe i'm just different to other people i'm willing to accept that i might be the the one who's strange here but it's weird to me how many people are interested in a complete stranger's love life and and how invested some people get right um there's this woman somewhere who took it upon herself to find out the identity of this guy i'm like honey don't you have enough going on in your life that you must now be the twitter detective who goes online and you're going to find this this other dude. I mean, she if she wanted to reveal who it was, she would have revealed who it was. And that's her prerogative, and he's got some explaining to do and all this stuff. But he has explaining to do to her, not to everyone on the internet. It's this bizarre thing that because people are so boring and their lives are so boring and everything that goes on in their lives is so ordinary and dumb that they have to go and find drama in someone else's story, in someone else's life. And again, I'm going to say, you know what? It's her prerogative if she wants to go out and tell stories and explain how her life has derailed and unraveled and fallen to pieces. Cool. But what a strange thing it is that completely unrelated people get involved in her story. It, it, it blows my mind that people would even want to do that. I can't think of anyone I know, friends, family, people who are close to me, people I work with, there's not one of those people whose life I want to get into that level of detail on. And these people are complete strangers and they want to. Isn't it weird? It is absolutely absurd because I have not finished this series. I don't think I ever will. I don't have like hours and hours to binge on somebody's life story. But the fact that she got no. that invested, I mean, you had Legion, that was the name she gave this guy how did you then put one and ones together and like the twos to find the threes and then you're like boom shaka boom found sure. him no, man. maybe maybe some of these people maybe they think that they you know watch some of these crime shows and they're like i'm gonna find i'm a detective i'm gonna sort I, I do think it's resourceful and amazing that some people are able to put their talent and in inverted commas to to the test and find people on the internet who are responsible for things no. But instead of finding instead of finding a guy who is involved in a story that doesn't affect anyone except the woman in question, and she's already telling the story without giving his identity away, you take it upon yourself to reveal his identity. Like, we needed that from you. Thank you. But instead of doing that, take these talents you have to find bad people and go on the internet and actually find bad people, like bad people who are still scamming other people. Yes. How about you go and get those... How about those guys who, who are like taking advantage of old people and stealing their pensions or go online and get the financial records? What were we talking about yesterday? Those WhatsApp groups. Yes. You know those WhatsApp groups where, where politicians are all busy horse trading and, and, and trying to get money out of corporations and, um, and embezzling funds and go after them. Then you'll be doing humanity a service, but going after this, jilted lover and uh, this the story that actually most people sure you can have an interest in it there's a word for that by the way prurience 
which I love. It's like having an unhealthy interest in other people's private lives. If you are prurient, then you have an interest in things that actually have fuck all to do with you. And that's what this woman is. But instead of doing that, you clearly have a talent, lady. So go and do some good for humanity. You know, there's so many things you could actually discover that could be like so good and useful and, and helpful. And we could put people in jail. You could hack WhatsApp groups. You could get into, uh, I mean, obviously, you've got some ability to, to find things with very little evidence. We need people like that. Forensic auditors, go and get a job. Get paid for this. Don't you think you'd be doing everybody a favor? Yes. I agree with you, Gary. I'm glad you've explained it to me because when when Pumi told me about it yesterday, I was under the impression it was like a TV show. Oh, no. That's what everyone's advocating for. Everyone is like, give this lady her coins. This is so juicy. This is crazy. Especially like, because I've only heard like the beginning of it. Like the first date is what caught me. And I was like, you should have seen the red flags because she had a flat tire. Mm -hmm. She got a flat tire. And then um, she met the dude or the dude came to her and was like, no, I'll buy you a new tire. And then like bought a new tire, like first date. And I was like, why is a man spending so much? He doesn't know you on a first date. Mm, man, you should have known Nominal. there. You should have known there. But hey, you know, I'm not going to judge her. We, She owns her mistakes. And I think that's what makes the series or like the, the video so entertaining that she'll be like, I should have known then. I didn't, I didn't look deeper. I believed him. It's my fault as well. <laughs> So I like that well, about her. I like that uh, that she's at least entertaining people, and uh, and you know what? Everybody has a story. Yes. There's a big billboard I drive past every day, and it says on there, "Everyone has a story. Your story matters." And I'm like, well, some people's stories are better than others. At least this woman's story is really genuinely interesting. Yes. So a big thank you to everybody. We crossed a little milestone. You know, we get like. 300,000 uh, listens uh, and podcast downloads in a month. But we've crossed uh, a nice boundary here on on uh, this YouTube channel, which is always nice. We've got like 40,000 subscribers as of bo, yesterday. Bo, bo, bo. That is so dope. Is you know, I know that most people aren't watching us live on YouTube. Most people are listening to the podcasts and uh, downloading the podcasts and listening to us live on the app and all the rest of it. But it's nice to cross this threshold, and I'm really thrilled that we could do this. So, again, thank you to you, because otherwise it would never have happened. And uh, you know how it works. We always say like and subscribe and all of that stuff, and it matters because advertisers and sponsors will come to the party, and then we can keep the show going for you and hopefully keep making it better, which we have big plans for in the next month. Lots of very, very cool things happening. Um, you're going to see some very big changes in the quality of the the video and the, the, the presentation of the show, but everything else will stay the same. So you get to see all your favorite people. You'll get to hear all the stuff that you love to hear. And we would love to have your suggestions too, because it's a big part of what we do. So big thank you to everybody who helped us cross that uh, big milestone. Next one, 50,000. We'll yes. get to that hopefully in the next month or two. And then we'll uh, keep on keeping on until we get to hundreds of thousands and then eventually millions. Yes. That's the plan. Yes. So if you haven't joined us yet on the YouTube and you're listening to us everywhere else, you can watch this anytime you like. You can uh, pop this on. It's just as good, maybe even a little bit better because you get to see like how nicely some pure dressed up for us this morning, which you don't get to do on the podcast. Okay, time to cross to Ben, because Ben is actually live in, of all places, 
Zimbabwe. He's at the Victoria Falls. He's actually at a bush Ooh. camp at the moment. God, it looks nice there where you are. Oh, my goodness, that looks fantastic. And this, guys, is why you need to watch Cliff Central on YouTube. As you can yeah. see, I'm walking down here. I mean, I thought my life was good, and then I've come here. I'm looking at a water buck right now, drinking water. I hope the crocodile that he's quite close to is not going to be too aggressive. But yeah, <laughs> I'm at the water. I'm at the Wallow Lodge, and we have a huge day ahead. So I'm a little bit earlier than usual. Um, literally have a full day of activities to see what the Vic Falls is all about. What um, are you doing? Yeah. So we're going to go into a helicopter, and we're going to go up and about the falls. So we can obviously see the smoke that is thundering. And then we're doing like a tour of the actual Vic Falls area. So I've never been here before. It's one of those places I've always wanted to come to, but it always feels like it's either hard to get to or they're like there's other factors you know south africans we go to cape town or durban or sun city or the kruger but this is just i mean it's a two-hour flight just under a two-hour flight um and then from it's, there it's yeah we'll in cape town i mean that's the thing people don't know yeah it's it's actually like one i mean i think our guy was just chilling yesterday i think it was like one hour 40 50 if mm -hmm. the really paying attention I mean, when, when, we got into, when we got into the plane, he told us we were going to Livingston a couple of times, which is a quite off-putting. But of course, Livingston's really close. It's just over the river. So yesterday we, yesterday we started with a, like a proper cruise on the Zambezi. Oh. So we went wow. out. Um, we saw the falls. The falls are about two, two kilometers away. But it was really great, Gareth, because I've had an Amstel beer on the Amstel River, and I thought that was cool. But a Zambezi on the Zambezi, is, that's the business. <laughs> that is yeah, that that is pretty much the best thing. I, I think I had about so I had a, I don't drink a lot anymore. I had about three beers and it was just it was magical. It was magical. We saw we saw a massive elephant just drinking in the wild. We saw hippos, this giant hippo out of the water. And there's so many cool boats here. Like <laughs> this one boat had these giant tusks in the front, and then there was like, <laughs> like lion heads and there was a proper party. Like everyone had their own little areas. And then you get like the more sedate kind of river cruises. But something I find fascinating about this place is that it's like it's so clean and it's so relaxed. The people are so incredibly nice. Yeah. I've, we've had so many interesting conversations with locals here. They're just nice people. It's just, yeah, it, it feels like, like I said, it's an hour 40, hour 50 flights away. I feel like an absolute different world. And it's just it's a different kind of softness. Um, so yeah, today more extreme stuff, less nature. And then we will finish off. So we're doing zip lining and those canopy tours and those kind of things, Ooh, bridge swings. Nice. Lovely. Um, but if you, yeah, I'm, I'm, one of the big reasons this year I want to kind of travel more is because I actually want to make more travel content. That's the one thing that makes me truly, truly incredibly happy, even more than sport. So I'm putting together a whole video around this. Um, All right, well, yeah, hold I your just, horse because the first thing we want to do with you this morning is the sport. So before you have to Which rush off. Which and, I still and, love. Yeah, no, no, of course you do. Um, before we send you off in a helicopter over the falls, which I did last year, and I have to tell you, it's one of the most extraordinary experiences. I, I just, I have never seen, I can say this without any reservation, on our continent, I've seen some beautiful things. But there is a majesty and a volume and a scale to the Victoria Falls, which is mind-boggling. It's yeah. truly the most extraordinary thing you can see on on the African continent. And I mean, we've got some truly magnificent things all over this this place. And that place just took my breath away. It 
it's yeah. you can't you can't be prepared for it. And do you see it from where you are now? Can you see so like we're, the smoke? We're about right we're about five kilometers away, so we can't actually see it. But something I realized yesterday is that even if you stay on the Zambia side or the Zim side, all along that Zambezi River, there are some incredible places to stay. Um, so, yeah, if you do a bit of work. I, I actually like the fact we're a little bit further away. So where we are right now, we're in a wild sort of sanctuary. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, you also want to get like there's no one around. So if you go to the Big Falls, it could be particularly busy sometimes. Um, so I absolutely love where we are right now. And then, yeah, everything's about 20 minutes away by car. But it's like, it's you're, you're in, they've got, you're in the Victoria Falls National Reserve, which is, um, that's you know, the whole collection. Yeah, that's the yeah. whole collection thing. But what I find interesting as well about this area is that, like, I think Toyota sent all their dodgy cars here. They all look so weird. They're like, it's like, it's like there's two, there's two Toyotas. There's the Toyotas with like the really cool designers, and then they, they bring their kids to work. And then those are the Toyotas that you see around here. It's such a funny shape. I mean, they're totally right. great cars. Let's get into some sport because I don't want to miss out on this. So, of course, Beyond the Scoreboard, we do this every Friday with Ben. It's powered by Super Bets. What do we got to look forward to this weekend, Ben? Well, guys, I don't know if it's just by sheer coincidence. You know, here I am at Victoria Falls, but it's not a big sporting weekend. It's actually quite chilled, really. We've got Nedbank Cup last 32 if you're into the local football. So when I say if you're into that, you're going to have like big teams versus absolute like kind of minnows. So that'll be on the local front. Um, Football-wise in England, it's kind of we are really in a big three situation now. I kind of thought that that was going to be the case because Man United, they're just... They're never going to get it right, I think. You know, they've got all these sort of conflicts and who really knows what the magic formula could be for them after the Salix Ferguson reigns. So we've got Liverpool up top. They're currently on the 60 points. They don't, they're not playing this weekend. So Man City and Arsenal have a chance to kind of catch up there. Man City are in second. They're on 56. Uh, Arsenal on third, 55. Man City have a relatively easy game away to Bournemouth. Uh, so you should think they're going to pick up three points there. And then Arsenal, who have just been charging the last few weeks. I mean, they're scoring huge amounts of goals. They will take on Newcastle at home. So a bit of a tougher game. But you would think they would both take on three points there. And then everyone at the top is going to be uh, on the same games. And then obviously, there'll be like a one and two point uh, differential. So the big three really are kind of marching forward here. Aston Villa showed promise. Uh, but there is a bit of a points gap between them and then Spurs and the rest of them. In the rugby, we've got the URC again. So last weekend, the games were they were good. They were tight. They weren't exactly like huge amounts of fireworks. But this weekend, we got two really good ones because we got the Lions, who will be playing at 3 o'clock again. So if you did survive Ellis Park last time at that time, well, you can do it again this week. So they're playing there again at 3 o'clock against the Sharks. Now, as you know, the Sharks will keep trying hard. I mean, they did push the Stormers pretty close last week, and it was a tight game. So I think that's going to be really, really well matched. I think the Lions are going to feel they can take them. I think the Lions feel that maybe last time against the Bulls, they're going to be up-muscled. So that'll be a goodie at 3. And then at Loftus tomorrow, if you are in the area, Stormers are going to be playing against the Bulls. And they've had a big sort of fill of the stadium initiative. Um, I think Drickus is going to be there because he's now the most famous person in Pretoria. He's overshadowed all the rugby players. So it's a lot for them to play for, you know, because now there's an oak arriving with a belt and these guys are going to thinking, hang on a second, we used to be the manor of Pretoria. So they have <laughs> lots to play for there. 
That game will kick off at five past five. So it's your classic Saturday afternoon, three beers in. Let's watch the rugby kind of vibe. Should be a really great game. Of course, these are our two best teams in the SA Rugby right now. In the cricket, we've got um, England versus India. That's still going. It's the fourth test. You know, As I've mentioned many times in the show, if you're one of the rich nations, as in Australia, India, and England, you play proper test cricket. So when you have a test series, five matches, you know, because that's what the old sort of privileged teams have now. When we play test cricket, it's like on the arse end of a calendar, which no one knows about. And if we've got two, we're lucky. More scraps. So More India, scraps. Are, India, India are superior. Okay, Like I said last week, in England somehow snuck one past the goalie, so to speak, in that first test. And then they got absolutely walloped for the next two. So now they're playing in Ranchi and they're without Bumrah. So India without Bumrah is a bit of a different prospect because he's like this sort of talismanic aggressive super intimidating fast bowler big chest action very small run-up you know these indian players are quite funny you know people you, you guys think i'm making these names up but some of these kids come from very weird backgrounds so boomer for example he grew up bowling in a very small area so his run-ups actually really really short and then by the time he got to the pro ranks it was like okay you need to do this it's like no, no, it's cool. I got this. Because his backyard was so tiny, his run-up's really small. So he's a very unconventional-looking fast bowler. But over the years, as India have developed into a more all-rounded team than a few batsmen and a few spinners, like he's a damn good fast bowler. And when you try win test matches, what you do with the new ball, regardless of the pitch, is actually really important. So England have a slight gap there. But, I mean, they've just been so hammered in the last two tests, you know. Another thing about India is because they've got so much money and so much development going on, they'll pick up some kids out of obscurity who have been playing on local cricket for a while. Like this other guy, I think his name is Jai Swell. He scored like double hundreds at like one-day rates. He's just he's fearless, absolutely fearless. So England, hmm. I don't think... I don't think we're going to win that one. And then, yeah, there's not actually that much else going on this weekend, guys. I mean, there's golf. There's the Kenyan Open, the magical Kenyan Open on the DP World Tour. Um, the local um, Sunshine Tour players are in Kabecha. They are playing the NMB Challenge or Open, whatever it's called. That's a human golf course, which is, I think, one of only two or three true links golf courses in South Africa. So that's, you. if you're in that... If you're in that area, you get nothing in the world of sports. I mean, nothing really happens in that place. So if you like a bit of golf, get on down to Humewood. The local pros will appreciate it. And on the PGA Tour, we've got a bit of a lull as well. You know, we have these really big um, West Coast swings. And then we get into, you know, like the Arnold Palmer and the Honda Invitational, which are also big events. So this weekend, we're kind of in a little straddle period where they play the Mexican Open. Um, I mean, that in no disparaging sense, but it's just not a really big event. And that's kind of it for this weekend. Hey? It's like, it's really no. not long to go. Um, of course, we had the big UFC last weekend, which is hugely entertaining. And we had a new a new title, or a new champion, Ilya Tapuria. You know, the UFC has had two main events this year. And with that, the two new title um, people. So there's Drikus and now Ilya Tapuria. So UFC is going to constantly be a big thing this year for us. We will talk a bit more about it between the big events. And um, yeah, so there's right, no Formula good. One yet. That hasn't kicked off yet. So quite a sporting week, but get into the rugby. I think there's going to be some really, really good action in those two local derbies we've got. And of course, the URC does involve all those other teams we spoke about last week. I just touch on the big ones here for our sort of local perspective. But there are games the whole weekend. So if you want to get into some nice little multipliers, have a little dabble with that on Superbets. Always a good call. And then you got the Nedbank th uh, last 32 if you really want to get sort of adventurous with your betting and try and maybe pick a, a major upset against some of these teams that might not take them seriously enough. 
So just quickly, Carla wants to know, Ben, I'm confused. Um, Stormers Bulls tickets for next week at Loftus? I'm almost certain it's, it's Saturday. Okay. Well, that's what he's saying. Anyway, F1 has kicked off. Uh, they're testing at the moment, says Steve. Not that we care about F1. We've tried. It just doesn't happen. Well, yeah. I mean, there'll be extensive testings. Yeah. You can actually go into Super Bets and you can bet on any of these things that we've spoken about, even some of the ones that we haven't. Yeah. And that's another thing is that you can confirm the fixtures. So once you're there, you can see exactly what time these things kick off. And then someone was joking earlier and said, is someone holding your teleprompter? And uh, then Sandile says no in your defense. All of this comes straight off uh, Ben's dome, straight off the head. That is uh, yeah. very impressive. Uh, no, this is what he knows. As, he knows. As, as you can see, I'm, 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 I'm in the wild. I'm not holding no. anything. No. Um, no. I know. I, I, I do care about sports. I, mean, I might get a few words wrong here and there. I might mispronounce an Indian name here and there, but they are playing in Ranchi today. <laughs> this weekend and and jasper Brumra is an actual legend of the game i love it don't, all right so don't know what else your, to tell you. enjoy your full english breakfast there ben and have a lovely Wait, time ha, ha, hang on a second i see you walk down a little bit further and show you the pool area oh. so mm. yeah this this pool is going to get it later on because i mean it gets hot here it's like proper hot so here we are today when you were on that cruise was it insanely warm the good thing was there was a very good breeze. And of course, the cold Zambezis on the Zambezi was also helping. So you won't be able to see the water buck, but they're just over there having, you know, the vegans. So they just have the grass. Oh, wow. Now there's a really big one with horns chasing them. They're really beautiful. I always look at a water buck and think these guys were planted here from somewhere in, in Europe because they've got these really thick, thick, fluffy hides. Oh. And they just look fluffy and odd and, yeah, mm -hmm. nature. And that, that, and that ring around their ass. The, ring, the toilet seat around the ass thing, yeah. The sun's yeah. just risen over there on the waterhole. Beautiful. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'll have um, lots more to share next week when I'll be back in studio. And then the following Friday, I'll be in fan court becoming a world champ. So, I mean, it's exciting times yeah. really right now in my life. And <laughs> glad, really, 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 really glad to be able to share it with you all. Thanks, Ben. We'll speak to you soon. Enjoy. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. There's Ben live from Victoria Falls this morning, giving us a little update on the sport. And of course, sport is brought to you by Superbets this morning. And every morning, you can go and place your bets on all the different things. Simpiu has won some money over the couple of months that we've been doing this. And uh, so have I. And I'm not even a good gambler. So if I could do it, you could do it. Superbets supports responsible gambling, strictly no under 18s. Winners know when to stop. The South African Responsible Gambling Foundation's toll-free counseling hotline is 0800-006-008. Um, there's some interesting videos. Simpiwe found a video of the Baby Olympics. So while we're talking about sport, this isn't a real thing, right? This is just like some fun someone's having on the internet. I think so. But if it was a real thing, I would totally soak it up. I think this is the cutest thing on the internet right now. And if like we could bet on it and like, you know, put some money behind it, I would definitely bet on these little babies. They are going to be stars one day, someday. I don't know when. <laughs> Oh, we're talking about the, the what the extreme games where you're gonna have these people taking um you know enhancements. Last week we spoke to a sprinter who is getting ready for the Olympics and uh, world champs 
And um, it's it to me that there should be a category also where uh, you know very pushy parents can have their kids start to do athletics really really early. So here are the baby Olympics. Yes. Take a look at this. See if there's something you could you could get in. Working it. Just look at that concentration. 10-meter toddle, one of the marquee events at any baby game. And there they go. China running away with it. Oh, looks like he's stuck on the line. And here comes Argentina on the outside. But China does it for gold. Back to gymnastics. Japan on the rings. Pressure has never been higher. What an effort. And now the Americans. The dismount. Nailed it. Gold for the U.S. Over to weightlifting. It was so cute. Argentina, can they do it? <laughs> oh, and it's a heartbreaking result. Well, the German just showboated. <laughs> Very sweet. I don't know. I mean, I, I see way worse things that people like. People put their kids in these beauty pageants and things. So I would rather have them doing these fun Olympics. Yeah. That'll be fun. And it's just so cute to watch. Like the the kid who can cross the finish line, he just stepped over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I see the vision, sir. <laughs> I see your vision. Right. Yeah. It put a smile on my face and I saw it. I was like, okay, this is really, really cute. Um, Tracy says, probably in response to Ben's little trip uh, to Vic Falls, a proper road trip through Southern Africa is a must. A couple of years ago, we drove from Cape Town through Namibia, up the Caprivi, Zambia, and Vic Falls, and then back via Joburg. Incredible trip. Yeah, that, that sounds like it could be amazing. Oh, how long did I'm, that take I'm, as well? Sure. I'm all for it. Yeah. See, the problem is, like, you really have to have time on your hands, and I think you also have to be able to get extra leave from work because you don't want to have to rush a road trip that's, you know, long like that. You want to do at least, what, three weeks, I, I reckon? Yeah. To do that, mm -hmm. I mean, even need a little bit longer. So, well done, Tracy. T teach us how. Tell us how you get so much time, uh, you know, to do these things. Okay, that's what we need to know. We need to know your secrets. All uh, right. And I then just we, got a message uh, from Ben. <laughs> he just said yes. uh, he did get the rugby fixtures wrong. Please apologize on my behalf. Oh. So he was wrong. Well, he's doing it all. He's doing it all from memory. So we forgive you. You yes. know, <laughs> he's not using notes. He's he's kind of trying to rem remember how to get every bit of detail across to us. So well done, Ben. And there we go. Just a reminder to those people who were going to go and buy tickets for Loftus. He got the fixtures wrong. So he's just correcting himself. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you saw this, but Google, there's a big story in the US. Google's racing to fix its new AI powered tool for creating pictures. Um, it's called Gemini after claims that it was overcorrecting against the risk of being racist. So users said that the firm's Gemini bot supplied images depicting a variety of genders and ethnicities, even when doing so with, was historically inaccurate. For example, 
a prompt seeking images of America's founding fathers turned up women and people of color. So look, for example, if you typed in on Gemini, which I haven't tried, but this is an example that, um, that I saw on the internet. If you type in Washington, George Washington crossing the Delaware. Now, I mean, everybody in the universe knows that George Washington was a white man in 1760, 70, and 80. Uh, when he crossed the Delaware River with his troops, this was during the War of Independence. This is what this Gemini tool thinks George, Wa George Washington looks like. All right, there. Yeah, your face tells it all, Simpiwe. George Washington, according to Gemini AI, which just proves that these AI bots have a long way to go. It is so wrong. Completely it's inaccurate. Oh. It's not even like just 5%. It's completely <laughs> like this is a zero on the test. <laughs> like what? That's it. That's a zero. It's a correct. Zero. Like if, this is like if, if they asked you to write a history essay for your matric exam, and you said, oh, no, you know, in, um, in, in Mafikeng, uh, George Washington crossed the, uh, the Hinops River to go and fight the Sutu. That's, that's how wrong this is, as opposed to George Washington being an American founding father. So it is this kind of thing, but obviously it's very, very woke, and it's trying very hard not to be uh, called racist. So instead of just doing what the internet would tell you to do because there's not the and the internet is not um you know pockets of just complete nonsense there's probably a preponderance of truth as opposed to preponderance of nonsense mm -hmm. um that's if you you use factual websites and all the rest but clearly this ai has been programmed to be wrong and if you typed in like uh, please show me a picture of a happy black family it'll It'll draw a picture of a happy black family. If you show it, if you say to it, put in uh, a picture of a happy white family, it says, I'm sorry, I cannot return these results because it'll be racist. So very weird. Whoever programmed that is obviously mentally ill. Um, and I think it's hilarious that this thing has now been scolded and mocked and laughed at far and wide. So Google, who are obviously the people behind it, are extremely embarrassed. They have said that they are going to um, get some missing the mark problems dealt with. Their tool will be suspended for a while so that they can generate images of people and work on the fix in the meantime. Isn't that stupid? Sure. Google I mean, it's just yeah, I mean how embarrassing. And these are the people we use to, to do searches. I mean, I saw uh, Elon Musk was saying just uh, a little bit earlier that he's going to launch his own mail server because he doesn't think Gmail is any good. And he thinks Google in general is losing the plot. And I, I think things like this prove that they are, right? I mean, yeah. George Washington being yeah. a thick black woman who's crossing the Delaware is just very bizarre. Like you can lie a lot of, uh, you can lie about a lot of things, but not history, not of something that no. actually took place, not of people that actually existed. This is not a figment of our right. imagination. This is not a Disney character that we can chop and change whenever we want. Like this is an actual human being. And now boom. you reference Disney and that's actually a very good example because in Disney, they do have like a bunch of woke people who are revising characters and revising history and redoing old stuff and trying to make it more work and you know, like putting women in as the lead characters where they weren't before and changing the story. 
But that's not how the real world works. You can do that with Cinderella and Snow White and God knows what other stupid old stories you're going to dig up. But you can't do this with history. And it just shows you how completely detached from reality so many, of the peop- so many of the people in Silicon Valley actually are. That one we are not going to tolerate at all. At all. At all. I've said, I've said. It's <laughs> exactly right. Okay, and then, I don't know if you, uh, shame, this is very, very sad. Uh, the, the dog who has the title for the world's oldest dog has posthumous, posthumously, that means after, after death, been stripped of his title over a dispute about his real age. So I saw this picture. This is the sweetest thing. I mean, shame. This dog is no longer around, but he had a good good innings. There he is. That is Bobby the dog. Oh, script Bobby. of his title. There he is standing next to his certificate. You can see that is an old dog. That is old. Do you know how old? Um, I don't know. Enlighten me, Gareth. Well, Guinness World Records said they had no evidence that the elderly canine who died last year was as old as claimed. The organization said the microchip claimed to prove Bobby's age, and it was not sufficient proof to grant him the title, which was awarded in February last year. Guinness World Records said it had not yet determined which dog is the new record holder. Uh, Bobby was uh, a Rafairo de Antelejo from Conqueros in Portugal. That's the kind of breed that he is. It's a hell of a name. Rafairo de Alentejo and the breed typically lives for 12 to 14 years but when Bobby was awarded the award in this picture that we've got up now it was claimed that he was 30 years old 33-0 that is double the age that these dogs usually live anyway Bobby died in October 2023 at the reported age of 31 years and 165 days Um, they launched an investigation into evidence to prove that this is the oldest dog ever, following doubts that were raised over a reliability in proving Bobby's age. The previous oldest dog ever was an Australian dog called Bluey, who died in 1939 at the age of 29 years and five months. So if Bobby in the picture is 30 years old, then Bobby really is the oldest dog. And we still haven't found a dog that's older. I mean, 30 years for a dog is not bad, right, Simpiwe? That's I mean, that's a, a long that's time. A, it's like a third of a human life. Yeah, this is so like, I'm thinking uh, Moja Love, uh, where, you know, <laughs> after the death of someone, now they're fighting over the inheritance. And like, the, <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, ah, even dogs now, we're like, ah, this is not right. You know, it must go to this one. Like, he's the real, you know, uh, oldest dog in the the books like this is wild like why didn't they do all of this before he passed on like guys come on they should have made sure before they even granted it to him like really Armin says it's a Labrador and it's 15 years old people are just desperate for clout (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then Tabo says on the previous story Elon isn't losing the plot by putting chips in people's brains that guy's an obnoxious colossal asshat no wonder Twitter is so shit Oh. Uh, by the way, by the way, I'm back on Twitter. I decided to climb back in. Yeah. <laughs> in case you've noticed any changes, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, motherfucker. <laughs> ready to cause some trouble. So get on there if you if you aren't already. Um, and then this is interesting. SIM card. Mm-hmm. This is Snipes. 
What is your take on digital workers now seemingly coming in droves to Cape Town? Prices are going up means things are going to be expensive for South Africans. We spoke about this a while ago. This is the the trend all over the world that you know people who can work from anywhere are going to cool places like Cape Town or you know the Seychelles or Bali or whatever so that they can work in these amazing surroundings and they can really work with a laptop from anywhere if you've got an internet connection. Yes. But what they're doing because they're earning dollars or pounds or whatever else is that they push up the prices of rentals restaurants transport it all goes up because these people come in with their foreign currency and that they can afford stuff that south africans can't so do you have any opinion on this simpure uh not really that's any different from yours gareth i mean you must understand that uh cape town is one of the most affordable cities in the world right so from a global perspective it makes sense to move here it's actually cheaper for people that earn in dollars to stay in cape town as opposed to you and i who <laughs> and in rands in Cyril's economy and we look at it and we're like oh yeah you know now i can't afford cape town at all so it's just like that that point of view that internationally it makes sense in terms of an investment it's cheap it's beautiful it's gorgeous uh, locally for us, I am sorry, say maybe we need to find another spot where we can all just go and just December properly. And maybe it's time to make dollars as well, you know. That's maybe, you know, maybe, I don't know. But go register to vote. Friday is the last day, please, right. online. And then That's do right. the right things. Yeah, yeah. Good, good point. <laughs> so today, today is absolutely the last day that you can vote, uh, yes. register to vote rather. And if you haven't already, then this is your final reminder. Because after this, they are going to close the registrations. And then we've got to go to the polls on the 29th of May, Yo. which I checked in because I wanted to make sure it is a Wednesday. Yes. So it's going to be a middle of the week. You know, everybody's going to take that day. You just have to do one thing. The rest of your day, you can have to yourself. But do one thing. Either go early in the morning, go late at night. If you do want to break up your day, go somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. But do it. It oh, matters. Yes. It matters this year more than ever. If you're going to sit and complain about this country and how things are not working, then the least you could bloody well do is get up off your backside. Listen, did you see Colleen Makubela yesterday? Yes, actually. So as I was arriving, I got to like see her and she was so nice and like by the parking lot. And I was like, oh, wow, this lady is amazing. She's and amazing. then I heard everybody in the office like, oh my gosh, she's basically swayed my vote. I think I'm going to vote for her. And then I did well, watch a bit of the interview and I was like, I see why. She, she knows her stuff. She knows her I'm, stuff. I'm actually blown away. I didn't have any expectations of her at all. And normally I'm so disappointed in these political leaders because they come in and they talk a big game and they don't have anything to back it up. I mean, I saw what she was doing because she spent probably an extra 15, 20 minutes um, sitting there. She made her some coffee. And I saw she was reading uh, a book that we've actually reviewed on the Burning Platform with Anthea Jeffrey about you know, how the ANC's uh, national development program is actually just a big like, socialist get-rich-quick scheme for the ANC and how they, they intend nefariously to bring down all aspects of what it is to be South African in order to bring about their own bullshit ideals. But she was reading this thing and I said to her, that's a good book. And she said, yeah. She said, this is kind of the scaffolding for most of my economic policy. So I, I know she's a real, she's a real thinker. And that book is not for sissies. I mean, it's not um, junk to read that stuff. You really have to apply yourself. And she is, 
So I was blown away by that. I was very impressed with her. But what really blew me away was like there were three people on our staff who desperately wanted to have a photo with her. Only after hearing the interview, though, because she was Speaker of Gauteng's legislature or the mayoral council or something, and then she was in COPE, but nobody really took much notice of her. And three people on our staff wanted to be in pictures with her and all said they're going to vote for her. Three people. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I thought, maybe there's something here. I mean, maybe, maybe this is the, the kind of leader that we've been asking for. And we've just got to listen carefully to what she has to say because she didn't dodge a single question. And I don't want to gush too much because I don't, I, you know, I want to give the others a chance to also plead their case. But out of all the people we've had on so far, she has been the most honest, forthright, no bullshit person. And that's saying something because we've had like Gaten McKenzie on and Neil DeBeer and people who are well known for speaking their minds and not hiding the ball. But I've got to say, Colleen was very very impressive yesterday. I know it's Friday, we don't talk politics, but she was very impressive. If you haven't listened to the interview, go and take a listen to it. The Burning Platform from yesterday with me and Pumi and Colleen Makubele. I think it'll make your, uh, it'll start your weekend on the right note. Yes, it will. Sandy Levin says, uh, Colleen was fantastic. Mom vibes. Oh. But like a strict mom. Yeah. Like the one the you idea. don't want to cross. You like Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Carl says she was brilliant. I was Cyril shocked, and that's a that's a high level of shocked. Sure, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Siwe, what is cow therapy? Yo, Gareth, Gareth, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this world has come to. Right. So apparently, somewhere in America, because only in America these things take place, you can go and like basically have a cow hug you. For $20. I don't know how long this cuddle session is with the cow, how long it is, but it's supposed to just be therapeutic. It's supposed to just kind of, you know, align the chakras and just, yeah, ground you. I don't know if I'd ever do it personally. I I think it's a bit bizarre. I mean, you have to to hug the cow, right? Because the cow can't hug you. Yeah, so the cow is laying down and then you kind of like Uh sit back and then the head kind of comes to you and it's like lying on your shoulder. So yeah, that, for twenty dollars, if you think you need that kind of therapy in your life, I don't know what's going on. I, I, yeah, this is very eleven eleven vibes, you know. Uh, the the moon is in retrograde, tapestries. I don't agree with it. Don't understand how this could help you, but hey, if you need some cuddle sessions with a cow, you can well, get it. I mean, these you know there are people all over America who have emotional support animals. So they, 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 they'll take their dog or their lizard or their cat or their rat or whatever it is, wherever they go. And it's become totally acceptable. I mean, Americans, you'll see them flying with, you know, a little poodle on their lap or something. And you'll say, you know, it's, what's, uh, what's that? Oh, that's my emotional support animal. So they've got a thing. And, it, and it's totally okay. I mean, like society's already accepted it. So I don't see why car therapy would be so different. You can go and do that as well. No, and frankly, no. listen, I just don't know how fair it is to the cow because I think somewhere along the way, the cow is probably going to be slaughtered for meat uh, or, or it'll be milked, uh, which is not a great process for a cow. I'm sure they don't love it. So, you know, you'll be giving it hugs and the next thing it's a, 
porterhouse steak. I don't know. I mean, here it is. <laughs> judging this no i'm sorry i mean the college no i am call me old school gareth with this no 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 let the cows walk around in the field be happy when it's time for them to kind of you know you know let's enjoy our bacon and and milk um and yeah like also what you just mentioned about like people using cow what animals in general is some sort of emotional support that get um, that is abuse. That is just abuse, y'all. Go to therapy, talk to somebody. Like, have a pet to have a pet. Not because you're like, oh, my word, you're going to help me through this. And you're going to do this. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Get abused, that thing. No, 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 and no. Um, we've got a couple of comments here. Uh, we had 16,000 sheep in Cape Town the other day. We can offer it for free. Uh I'm not. I'm not sure what that is, Vyasan. I'm. I'm not sure what you're referring to. I'm just going to pretend it's. Uh, it's not funny, and uh, I don't understand. <laughs> Carl says cow therapy is a 300 gram fillet with some good whiskey. Oh yes. Is, mm. Talking my language. Talking my language. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I'm with. I'm with. I'm with Carl on this one. Uh, when <laughs> Gareth, you need to cracking on that back tickling place. Yeah, I think that that would be a. I've said it a million times. I've got to start it now. Enough of the talking. A place where you can go for a back tickle. If people want therapy so badly and they're hugging cows, then my back tickle place doesn't sound so weird, does it? It really, and to think when I first heard this, I was like, this is a bad idea. But seeing everything that's taking place in the world, Gareth, do not hold yourself back, please. There's money to be made. (laughs) Go do it. Twenty dollars to cuddle a cow, says Sianda. If you are broke in twenty twenty four, it's a choice. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then Max Sony's criticizing you, saying bacon and milk. No, you mean beef and milk. Oh, okay. it, uh, it's a slip of the tongue. There's probably a place that does pig therapy as well. Do you know, like, so I'm sure there is. Hey, I don't want a steak from a massaged cow. That shit is not going to have enough protein to make me buff. Actually, um, you know Wagyu beef? Those very expensive Wagyu steaks and you can get a Wagyu burger. Yes. Part of the reason it's so expensive is they do actually massage those cows. So what they do is they you want the steak to have – you want the meat to actually be marbled with yes. fat. That's why it tastes so nice. So actually, Sanella, you've got that by the, uh, by the tail. What you really want is massaged Wagyu beef. That's the best you can get. Hmm. Uh, Janet says, 19,000 head of cattle on a ship in the harbor. They stank the city out. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. And they, what, they couldn't unload them? That sounds horrific. Cars are pretty, but steak is good, says just plain Jared. I'm with him as well. You know, Sorry. That's the- I'm not going to get too, I'm not going to get all like emotional about this. To me... Cows are su- superb machines for turning grass into steak. Yes. And let them do their That's thing what... in peace so that we can, That's... you know, get like some good food. That's all I'm saying. Like, let the ecosystem work the way it's supposed to work. You know, mm-hmm. everybody will be happy in the end. <laughs> now we're busy having cuddle sessions yet. Like, no, get a proper cuddle mm-hmm. buddy and you'll be well, okay. 
I think it's brilliant. <clears throat> whoever owns that cow and whoever's charging $20 a cuddle, that is genius because that cow's probably <clears throat> been with them for years, never made any contribution to the household, uh, just eats, takes up space. Now they're charging idiots $20 a time to come in and hug the cow. They're making money for nothing. I think it's brilliant. Genius. What an excellent move by that family. Whoever they are, they deserve a prize and more than the money that they're getting. Okay, that's all we got time for in the first hour. We're going to have Gord to join us in a short while. We've got lots of other good stuff to talk about. We've got uh, you to join us. And if you've got anything that you want to add in, come into the comment section on the YouTube. If you haven't already, like and subscribe. We'll be back in just a moment or two. It is Friday. CliffCentral.com. CliffCentral.com.